Slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman. Blocked by Polak and Rice. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson. Marcel with the open net and he scores. Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here as the Islanders are fresh off their 3-1 victory over the Buffalo Sabres, and we'll talk about that game and break it all down for you. We've got another game in Buffalo tonight, and we'll have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right. Big win for the Islanders. We will break down some important things that the Islanders did well uh, and why I think this was a stellar performance that Barry Trotz is going to be very happy with. Uh, Also, some key players who are getting back on track. We'll talk about that. I'll tell you right now, things are looking up for the New York Islanders, and we'll break it down for you on the show If there's something Islanders-related that's on your mind, you've got a question, you've got a comment about something we said, or maybe there's a topic we didn't cover that you'd like to discuss, well, send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. If you leave your name and tell us where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So, the Islanders get the 3-1 to win over the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo Monday. And that's great. You know, you, you increase the point streak and you keep the momentum going. And that is always a positive. And now the Islanders getting closer and closer to the top of the East Division standings, which is where you want to be after they were as low as seventh earlier in the season. But here's why I think Barry Trotz will be happy with last night's game. And you look at that third period, the Islanders held Buffalo without a shot on goal for the entire third period. Now think about this. The Islanders enter that period up by two goals, three to one. They are on top of things, you know, trying to preserve a lead. You're on the road. And usually the home team, the other team, comes out desperate, comes out, you know, fighting and... You know, very often in the NHL, when you're protecting a two-goal lead in the third period, the shots on goal are like, you know, 9-2 to in favor of the team that's behind 
Well, the Islanders did the opposite. They really cut off the Sabres' offensive chances. And when you look at this shot chart, not just, you know, from the third period, but from this game, the Sabres really didn't get very many quality opportunities. I count maybe six shots on goal all game that would be from big-time danger areas where it's in the crease or in the slot or, you know, from the face-off circles drawing a triangle right down to the goal, maybe six shots from those areas. And the rest of the areas where Buffalo was forced to shoot from was outside, uh, on the perimeter, near the point, a few shots even outside of the Islanders' zone. And that is great team defense. And that is the type of hockey that Barry Trotz and the New York Islanders wanted to play. It's what they want to play every game, all night, and they played it to a T in that third period. I mean, Barry Trotz had to be thrilled with what he saw on the ice from this team. The defensemen didn't turn the puck over in their own zone. They were smart. They kept the puck on the outside, fed the forwards. All the forwards were back-checking picking up their men, not allowing them to have time and space to operate inside the Islander zone. In the neutral zone, in center ice, there wasn't a lot of time and space, and you never saw the Sabres pick up speed and head into the Islander zone on the attack with a head of steam and momentum, and it, it just didn't happen because all five guys on the ice were dedicated to playing smart positional hockey and they didn't take foolish penalties and they didn't turn the puck over and you know that is how Barry Trotz literally draws it up on the chalkboard or the whiteboard when the Islanders are diagramming defensive plays and strategies. Now look obviously we talked on yesterday's show, Monday's show, that the fact that the Buffalo Sabres hadn't played a game in more than two weeks, they went 15 games, uh, 15 days between games, and we didn't know how that would affect them. And I think it certainly did have something to do with why the Islanders were able to shut the Sabres down in that third period. But that doesn't take credit away from the New York Islanders. They did exactly what they set out to do. They executed it well. They were smart. They were disciplined. They were difficult to play against. And Barry Trotz has got to be thrilled because his team did exactly what he wanted them to do. And they did it with style. No shots on goal given up by the Islanders in the final 20 plus minutes of this hockey game. And in the first two periods, Simeon Varlamov was very good, only gave up the one goal. And other than that, it was smooth sailing for Varley, who continues to win hockey games. Now, I doubt we see Varley tomorrow in a back-to-back situation. That is something we're going to talk a little bit more about, how the Islanders handle the goaltending tomorrow. But great job by the defense and really the entire team 
last night in earning that 3-1 victory. When we come back, we'll talk about the goaltending situation for tonight's game. We have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, it's time to talk about our friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brands his warehouse or her warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And their catalog allows you to search for parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. They've got everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Islander fans, 2020 is mercifully over, and it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. So, lots of good news, really, for the Islanders in this game. And, first of all, Jean-Gabriel Pajot gets another goal. We talked just last week about the need to get certain players going. Pajot, guess what? He is doing the thing right now. He is playing back at that level that you want to see him play. He's got four goals in the last week or so. And, you know, he had one goal up until then for like the first 11 games. Now in the last four games, I think he's got four goals. And that's a big sign because the Islanders need to have that third line going. And getting Oliver Wallstrom and... You know, Leo Komarov on his wings, it seems to be a good balance because Wallstrom can add some offense. He picked up his first assist of the season last night. And then, you know, Komarov, when he's going well, can check and dig out pucks and play solid defense. So that worked. Anders Lee also getting a goal. That was a good sign. It was right in front of the net. Nice little... Uh, redirection, and that's that's where Anders Lee scores. So when you get Pajot and Lee going, you know two of two of your uh, top three centers getting involved in and and producing, which the Islanders had been struggling with. The power play came up with a goal, also a good sign, and that goal belonged to Brock Nelson. And Nelson needs to score more uh, five on five. But again, getting him that goal is a good sign. And who's another player who, if you were listening to the show last week, we talked about the importance of getting Josh Bailey going. 
Well, Bales had two assists in this game. And again, it's not just the numbers. When you watch Josh Bailey, you know that his ability to see the ice, to make smart passes, to have good vision, and to play sound positional hockey, we saw all of that over the last couple of games from Josh Bailey, and that is a big deal for the Islanders. And just to add to it, Matthew Barzal, Uh, Another assist that extends his point streak to nine games, and Barzi remains a dangerous weapon. And if you think about it, again, the Islanders score three goals, they play excellent defense, they got good goaltending from Simeon Varlamov, and they are more or less doing all the things they need to do and they extend their point streak and move up in the standings. And and that's what you want to see when the Islanders are playing their style of hockey. They're now 7-4-3 and three on the season. Their 17 points puts them into third place in the East Division. Washington just two points back, and they do have a game in hand. And the Islanders are just one point behind Philadelphia for second place. Again, Philadelphia has a game in hand. But it is encouraging after the five-game winless streak that the team endured that they tack it on, make it a point streak uh, of seven games now. And that is what you want to see. This team is starting to do a lot of the same things that made them successful in the playoffs, in the playoff run last year, and what made them successful really in the first two plus seasons under Barry Trotz. And that's what you want to see from the New York Islanders. Now, we talked a little bit yesterday about the goaltending situation. And I don't think we see Simeon Varlamov playing again tonight in the second game of a back-to-back. But the Islanders right now uh, have seven wins and three overtime or shootout losses. And out of those seven wins, Varley has all of them. And for Ilya Sorokin... He has an 0-2-1 record. Here is a chance, I think, tonight for Sorokin to shine because Ilya Sorokin is going up against a Buffalo team that was clearly fatigued after the 15 days in between games, and now they have to turn around and play back-to-back games on consecutive nights. This is a chance for Sorokin to catch this team at the right time and maybe get his first NHL win. The Islanders do have to continue to play smart positional defensive hockey just like they did last night against Buffalo. But for Sorokin, you know, I don't want to see him have to go down to the AHL to get some seasoning and some work. but. To me, if he struggles again tonight, that may be indeed 
the best option for the Islanders. Send him down for a weekend. Let him play back-to-back games. Let him get sharper. Let him be uh, ready and in, you know, focus and in game shape and let him make the adjustments he needs to make. But on the other hand, if Sorokin plays well tonight, and again, I they haven't announced for sure that he's the starter, but I assume that he will be. If Sorokin plays well tonight, then maybe they move a little bit more toward a 60-40 split of the games rather than a 75-25 split, which is more or less what we've seen so far. And remember, one of Sorokin's starts was not planned. It was, you know, Simeon Varlamov got hurt in warm-ups. So here is a chance, I think, a good chance for Sorokin to get off the schneid, play a solid game, face a team that's struggling and a little out of shape, and I hope this team plays well in front of them and gives them that chance. All right, we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day coming up. Plus, in our next segment, we will talk about tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you deposit $100, they'll add $50 to your account absolutely free. And, hey, you can take your knowledge of the Islanders, for example, and use it to make some extra money. So check out betonline.ag, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Islander fans, get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues, breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey wherever you get podcasts. So, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and this is a a good player who often gets overlooked from the Islanders of the mid to late 70s. I'm talking about Andre St. Laurent, a center drafted by the Islanders in the fourth round back in 1973, also drafted by the Vancouver Blazers of the WHA, and St. Laurent was one of those guys who, you know, he was 5'10", 180, wasn't the most gifted goal scorer, but, you know, he could score 10 to 15 goals in a season, did have a great 30-goal year with Detroit after leaving the Islanders, but for the most part, he was a guy who was thrilled with keeping the other team from scoring almost as much as he was when he scored a goal, and he was on the commotion line. And think about this line. It was Andre St. Laurent, 
Gary Howitt and Bobby Nystrom. These are three guys who were like sandpaper out there and really did a very good job of keeping the opposition from scoring. We're going to go back to a game that Andre St. Laurent figured well in, December 22nd, 1974, at the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, as the Islanders took on the Kansas City Scouts, only 7,726 fans in attendance, and the Scouts took a 2-0 lead in the first period, Norm Dubay and Brent Hughes getting goals, one of them on the power play, they came 47 seconds apart, and the Islanders quickly trailed 2 to nothing. Goaltenders in this one, by the way, Billy Smith for the Islanders and Michelle Plus for Kansas City. But in the second period, the Islanders' power play gets them underway. Billy McMillan, his eighth from Bob Bourne and Dennis Potvin, and then Nystrom from Howitt, Gary Howitt, and Jerry Hart ties the game at two, and that's how it was after two periods. Billy Harris, his 15th from Bob Bourne, 29 seconds into the third period, puts the Islanders on top, and then Andre St. Laurent, his fourth of the year from Dennis Potvin and Dave Fortier at 640, gives the Islanders a cushion, and Gary Howitt closes out the scoring with his ninth from Nystrom and Hart at 1740. Islanders skate away with a 5-2 victory over the Kansas City Scouts, who are now the New Jersey Devils. They stopped off and were the Colorado Rockies for five years in between. One fight in this game, Howitt dropping the gloves with Richard Lemieux, but the Islanders get the win, including a big goal from Andre St. Laurent. He is 68 years old today, and we wish St. Laurent a very happy birthday and many, many happy more. Played with the Islanders from 73-74 through the 77-78 season when he was traded to Detroit. Later played for the LA Kings, Pittsburgh Penguins, and then a second stop in Detroit before he hung them up. 644 games, 316 points, and did not make it to play on any of the Islanders Stanley Cup winning teams, but uh, was a big part of the Islanders' magical playoff run in 1974-75. So happy birthday to Andre St. Laurent. Tonight's game for the Islanders is important. Obviously, look, they're all important when there are only 56 games and they're all divisional games. We've talked about that. But here is a chance to take advantage of a Buffalo team that is slowed down right now, a Buffalo team that is struggling. They will probably go with Carter Hutton in goal. Uh, they still have some players who are either on the COVID list or just coming off the COVID list. They really are ripe for the picking, so to speak, and the Islanders have to take advantage. They cannot ease up, and if they can get Ilya Sorokin that big first win, that is an even bigger bonus. So, uh, good job defensively by the Islanders. Again, uh, Jack Eichel held to only two shots on goal. Taylor Hall held to one. Victor Olofsson had three. Those are the three big guns on Buffalo, and, and the Islanders really did a good job of 
slowing them down and holding them in check. And that's going to be the key to victory because, you know, confidence is a two-way street. And when you talk about Ilya Sorokin, the players in front of him need to have confidence in him, but he also needs to know that the players in front of him are going to play the type of hockey that they need to play in order to limit the opposing team's chances and not hang him out to dry. So here's the chance for Sorokin to get his first NHL win, for the Islanders to continue their point streak and their move up the standings, and just to keep this momentum going where this team is really starting to hit on all cylinders. Will we see Anthony Bavillier back? It's possible. But again, to me, this is a golden opportunity for Sorokin and the Islanders, and they need to take advantage of it and maybe start getting Sorokin into a groove this in this, his rookie season. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with a full recap of the second straight game against the Buffalo Sabres and a whole lot more. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, be well, and of course, let's go Islanders.